South Florida's Alternative 104.3 The Shark. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm joined by Joe Coots. He is from MC1. He has a one-man band, and that's really just kind of scratching the surface of his history of music here in South Florida. So I'll let him kind of go from here. Hi, Joe. Hey, how's it going, Aaron? Thanks for having me on The Shark today. It's great. Thank you so much for being here. So I have had a chance to listen to some of your music, and you know, knowing that you come from a background where you played with a full band for as long as you did, and here Hearing you now playing in a one-man band capacity, it's such a full and vibrant sound that I can't even believe that it's literally just you. That's crazy. Well, I really appreciate you saying that. You know, it was the, it was just a natural transition to start playing music by myself, just because it was hard to find some people to to jam with, and it was just a fun thing to do on some downtime. And you know, it takes a lot of practice. You know, a lot of coordination. Yeah, definitely. I, I really enjoy doing that, you know, as well as playing with other people also. But sometimes I got to get my music fixed and I don't need to rely on anybody for that, you know? Yeah, I can appreciate that. Sometimes it's just about making sure that you stay fresh and you're constantly working on stuff and you don't have to wait until it works for everybody else. Yeah, definitely. I played in Against All Authority for many years from about 1992 to 2007. And um, after that, I played in a hardcore band called Nobody's Hero. And um, after that, um, I talked to my friend that was playing in a one-man band. His name is Lone Wolf. Maybe you've seen him play. And I was like, man, I really dig what you're doing. And he's like, yeah, man, check it out. You know, this is what you need to to focus on. And, you know, I just made my own... um, sound come out of it. I have a great time doing it because I don't have anybody telling me, are you really going to play that? You know, (laughs) when you're in a band with other people, everyone has their two cents. And I enjoy that of playing in a band and collaborating. But when it's just you, it's it's all you. So, you know, that's what that's what you get. Yeah, that makes sense to me. So I yeah. saw that you build your own instruments or you help collaborate on building your own instruments. Tell me about that. Yeah, well, part of that, coming from a DIY background, you know, when you're in a punk band and just any band, you know, you always start off doing things on your own. And um, I have some woodworking skills and thinking, oh, I want to play the drum. I want to put it on you know, I'm playing drums with my feet, so I kind of build some of the percussion instruments that I'm playing. I built them myself. I designed them. And then from that, I transitioned into building my own guitars and so forth. So that's just a whole new ballgame for me, and I have a big appreciation for, you know, people who build things like that. And so it's kind of become the aesthetic of my solo project, you know, for me to build my own instruments that I'm playing. The only thing I can't build is an amplifier fire but you know that's the one thing piece i'm missing you know but maybe eventually i'll be able to do that (laughs) that's so cool that you know you're you're able to just kind of take bits and pieces and make it into something that produces a sound that's uniquely yours because you took the time to really look at each individual thing and how it was going to work together yeah like like the latest thing i built was an, an electric guitar and i built it out of a piece of wood that i found in my attic in my house that's been here since like 1948 so i'm like oh this is gonna sound like my house you know and there's still like termite holes in the wood and so forth but i'm like to me that's cool you know i really enjoy that procedure of building it you know from scratch i think that's really cool and to me it's like my brain doesn't even work that way so when you say like it's gonna sound like my house i'm like wow that just you just blew me away with that yeah yeah it's so interesting to hear you know, having such, not even just a DIY approach, but being so hands-on with every aspect of your performance. I think that's cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're welcome. So what's your writing process like? 
That's a good question. When I first started MC1, there's a lot of um, solo acts like as myself, and a lot of them sound bluesy and kind of folk music style. And I kind of wanted to take more of like a garage rock approach to it. So I started to listen to a lot of like music that I grew up listening to and breaking it down. Things that maybe aren't punk bands. Like, I started to listen to a lot of, like, Beastie Boys and, like, 80s hip-hop, like Run DMC, where you hear the beat and the occasional electric guitar. And I was trying to figure out, how can I do this and put it together while I'm doing it simultaneously? I listened to a lot of, like, early um, Jesus and Mary Chain, because they kind of used just, like, a snare drum and a kick drum when they played live. And I was like, okay, cool, that's what I'm playing, or two drums, so let me see how I could do this type of thing, you know. So I kind of emulated that, and then I branched off, you know, once I got my coordination down, now I'm able to do a lot more different types of music, I guess, and just, it's it's, it's hard to explain, but, you know, you just got to practice a lot, really. Yeah, no kidding. And, yeah. and make sure that you're, you've got all your moving parts in order. It's just, I'm interested in that level of breaking things down and really t- using your ear and using your your logic because part of it is logic and part of it's creativity so you're kind of having to use both sides of your brain to make it work i think in a way that a traditional band setting it wouldn't be that way you know yeah it's definitely a, a personal challenge you know but um it's pretty rewarding um but it, it's, it's also very difficult sometimes i think to myself why did i even start doing this because <laughs> there's so much to think about so you know when i load into a show I, it's just really annoying all the things i have to bring in and break down put together and just set up and you know if one tiny little thing is off if i have a pedal on my drum that's off then it just screws up the whole thing you know but hey the show must go on somehow i, it, I make it work And that's when you don't have anybody else to help you bring stuff in because it's just you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's full immersion. You know, it's it's all or nothing. (laughs) Can you tell me about AJM Records? Yeah, AJM Records, when I I recorded MC1, which also stands for the Magic City one, by the way. Awesome. um, That's just uh, shortening it for the modern modern times. Um, When I started... MC1, I recorded it with my friend John Nunez from Torch. I don't know if you've heard his band before. They're really good. I said, you know, I need to put this out, so I'm just going to start my own record label. And I just made up AGM Records on the spot. I put it on my um, release. And then not too long after, my friend David Santos, I used to play in a band called Nobody's Hero with him. He's in a band called radio 89 right now out of orlando florida he called me up and said hey i just recorded and i'm going to put it on your label and i said well hey you know what that's perfect but it's going to be our label and you're going to have to help me with it so you know once i connected with him it took off he really um immersed himself in it and it's really cool to on this side of it now as well because we get to to you know help other bands and put put out their releases and we just started and it's a fun process we're really uh, having a good time doing it now do you find it to be more challenging because part of you is here and part of you is in orlando or is it like hey we have a better reach because we're covering central and south well that's what's cool about it um since we're spread out, um, you know, Dave has already found some, you know, some really good bands in his area. We just got the problematic to sign with us. 
as well as a, another band called Dial Drive. And they've been on the road constantly, and they've been going to Chicago, and they're they're planning um, a tour out to California. So we're really happy for them, and we're proud that they're um, representing AJM Records. And um, we want to work with other bands from Florida. We, you know, hopefully put out a compilation so we could could expose a lot of these great bands in our scene that um, not a lot of people have heard of. We have a lot of great bands around here. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like I've, I've been doing Open Swim, this podcast, for a year and a half now. And just when I think I've hit a wall and I, I don't have anybody else to talk to, I find like a slew of new artists and, and in various genres, you know. Yeah. It's cool that... I'm not tied to just doing alternative. I can talk to punk bands or blues bands or, you know, one-man bands like you and kind of cover the gamut and really dig in deep with what's going on in the scene because I feel like otherwise, if if there's stuff that I don't know about, then people that are listening are going to find out about it for the first time, too. So that's the goal always. Yeah, definitely. We need need, um, these type of resources like what you're doing. You know, we need scenes. We need uh, record labels just to help expose a lot of these artists that go unheard. Yeah, definitely. So tell me where we can see you perform live next. MC1 is actually performing tomorrow at Sweat Records at the Black Market Fest. They're having their one-year anniversary, so it's like a really big show. And um, what's cool about it is if you've never seen a one-man band, or we'll just say a, a solo band, because there's a lot of ladies that do it as well, I like to call it more like um, like isolated musical confinement, really. I'll be playing around 5 o'clock at Sweat Records inside the record store, but we will also have, starting at 3 o'clock, from about 3 o'clock to 8 o'clock, there's probably going to be, I would say, close to 20 solo artists from all around Florida doing their own thing. So it'll be really cool. And it's a free show. So if anyone's in the area, you don't have anything to do, you should come out and check it out and support. Definitely. That sounds like a lot of fun. And anytime you can go see live music for free, why would you not? That's the way I feel. Of course. Of course. What can we expect from you moving forward musically? Well, with MC1, I will be, I'm in the process of finishing up a three-song EP, and I'm going to follow up with um, a full length after that. Um, That should come out within the next month or so, I'm hoping. As well as I'm playing in a band with maybe, you know, Fausto Figueroa. He was on your show about two weeks ago. Yep. I started a, a, a punk band with him, and we're called Beat Obsolete, and we're playing next week over at Beer Punks in Fort Lauderdale, and um, you should, you guys should come out and check that out as well, and we'll be recording a full length really soon for that as well that we'll release on AJM Records. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing everything that you guys have coming up, and I'm so glad that you took some time to chat with me this afternoon. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me, Eric. You're welcome, Joe, anytime.